No, I didn't cross. I am not a fire dragon. I am Chinese water dragon. That means I make it rain. Douglas Lim and Juanita, the podcast. So I just told Douglas that my weekend was a little bit wet. Yeah, and I got worried. So I started checking, like, were there heavy rains in Shah Alam again over the weekend? No, right? <laughs> well, it did rain, but that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, it wasn't about, a heavy like. rain. Nah. No, it wasn't heavy rain. I spent time with my family and then I went to my brother's house to drink water. Did you, <laughs> your brother's house to drink water? You have no drinkable water in your own house, is it? Or do you need a kettle for your birthday? <laughs> no, I do, la, but his house has, like, this special drinking uh, machine, this water machine. Oh, it's from oh, Japan. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be those fancy Italian waters you get at the <laughs> at the restaurants. No. Sparkling or still and it costs like 50 bucks or something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. This one is actually quite expensive. Mm. But this machine is a bit special. It kind of boosts the water with antioxidants. So it has like vitamins in the water. You don't have to worry about taking like your okay. multivites and whatnot. And the particles of this water is a bit more special. It's smaller a lot smaller than normal water. I don't even know the size of normal water particles, but I'll trust you on this one. So <laughs> yeah. you're saying it's, it's like magic water, is it? Uh, it's sort of like magic water, but it's like it's science lah, really that's okay. behind it. Uh, so if you have like aches and pains and inflammation in your body, this water helps reduce it. Like oh. I have rheumatoid rheumatoid arthritis my body used to that ache. is that is yeah, super painful right yeah. rheumatoid I've heard Correct. And isn't it an old person thing? yeah that's the thing that's why I asked the doctor you know isn't this like an old person thing he said no because you started eating fast food when you were a lot younger oh. so now you have a body of an old person <laughs> I was like wow oh, no. thank you but yeah this water helps with that does it does it taste better? <laughs> it does. It actually does taste better see, than normal water. You see, I water. want to believe you, but now you sound like you're selling the water. Actually, this is like a side oh, hustle. Okay, stop, joke, stop. <laughs> I, I refuse to be MLM'd. Fly FM. So I drank water this weekend. <laughs> I went to my brother's house. We talked about water, but Douglas doesn't want to hear about that anymore. No. Let's talk about what he did over the weekend. You had a shoot, right? Yes, I did a PSA shoot for Chinese New Year. Yeah, and it was with our health minister, Kyrie. Jamaluddin. Yes, it involved uh, Kyrie Jamaluddin, uh, but that wasn't the most exciting part or the most shocking part. Right. The most shocking part was uh-huh. I had to do it in Mandarin. The whole thing. The whole yeah, the whole uh, PSA yeah. was in Mandarin. I had never done Mandarin before in my entire acting career. Wow, that's like the first time in seventy-five years. The, oh. <laughs> 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 well done huh? <laughs> a, s- a sneaky <laughs> Below the bell Old joke there So, uh, <laughs> so I was very nervous About it Because yeah. initially yeah. They didn't tell me It was in Mandarin Initially mm-hmm. like Okay you play a fa- The character of a father And then your wife is there And then your daughter Comes out with the RTK test blah, blah, blah. I'm like fine I can do that yeah. right? And then they said Oh yeah by the way uh, We've changed direction We're going Mandarin <laughs> I said I can't wow. speak Mandarin I'm Hokkien <laughs> You know I, I can't speak Hokkien also, But besides the point <laughs> I can speak a little bit of Cantonese. Right. right. My Cantonese is, I would say, passable, conversational Cantonese. Right. I can't present in, in Cantonese. Ma- yeah. Uh, uh, in Mandarin, even worse. Because it has to be like proper Mandarin, right, when you present. Yeah, you should lah. Because yeah. people are listening to you and, you know, you are a sort of like an authority figure when you are presenting. Yeah. So, 
Even in acting, right? In Mandarin, I was like, I don't want to say the wrong things and then people will watch and then they end up laughing at the Mandarin as opposed to listening to the message because yeah. it is a PSA message about getting yourself tested right? Uh, before you go back to visit your family for Chinese New Year. So I right. thought it was a really good message. I didn't want to mess it up, right? COVID tested lah. Yeah. So okay. I, I had this, thing, this line was like, 发生什么事? First of all, <laughs> in Cantonese sounds like peanuts. <laughs> 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 Which has nothing to do with the message, by the way. <laughs> there were people there to guide me. Yeah. The problem was they couldn't really agree on what was the correct pronunciation. <gasps> so there's this line. It was like shema and there was another one is shema sir. So I'm like, which one is it? Is it shema or shema Yeah. And they were like, uh, it's S H I, bro. Because apparently, if you study Mandarin, yeah. and you study Pinyin, you would know what that means. S H I ah. I know, that, but I didn't. Yeah, I have no idea what it means. I said, no, 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 don't spell it for me. I said, which one is it? Is it sure or sir? They were like S H I, bro. Hey, listen, they also don't know. <laughs> I said, hey, listen, S H I to me is she. Ah, you put a T at the end, okay? Oh no, no one pronounces it shirt, okay? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I struggled through the whole thing. Eventually, um, KJ, our health yeah. minister's video, comes on the TV and he tells everyone, "No happy Chinese New Year. Please get yourself COVID tested before going back." Right. So he wasn't actually there. Oh no, he wasn't at the shoot then. No, he's very oh, busy, lah. Oh, if it was me, I'll say I'll only do the shoot if KJ is there. And why? You know, so I could, you know, bring the uh, concerns of the rakyat to him. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> Knowing you, you'd be like, hey, KJ, KJ, now our COVID number's okay, D, so I think the party places are can open till 2 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> 12, 12 midnight, man. Not that shock. <laughs> Fly FM. So we love KJ today. <laughs> so, so much KJ news, huh? A lot of KJ news today. He's um, been a busy, busy boy. He has. The latest news is that KJ says temperature scanning will soon be eliminated from the current SOPs. I mean, I don't need a temperature gun to tell me that I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good lah, hot somehow you stay outside. You cannot go in, you're too hot. So last Thursday, right, our Minister of Health, Kari Jamaluddin, he held a press conference mm. um, to provide you know, certain updates on the car- current COVID-19 situation. But one of the most surprising things that he said was that we might not need to scan our temperatures oh. before yeah, before going so into the main SOPs anymore. like masks and temperatures, we've been living with that for I don't know two years now. I don't know how to live without it, man. Yeah, mask, I mean I think we still have to have it on. Mm. Temperature checks, maybe not so. Have you ever seen someone get turned away from a shop or from a mall because of a temperature being too high? Yeah, I've I've been turned away. Because <gasps> sometimes you're out in the sun, right? Oh. And then you go and scan your temperature. Okay. It's too high, not because you have a fever or what just because then, you know it's hot here. Then they tell you to go back. Uh? No, they tell you to like normalize your temperature first and then try and scan again. But if you stand outside, so, it will still be hot while you're in the sun. Yeah, that's why you have to put your palm on your head, on your forehead to normalize <laughs> the temperature. <laughs> you see, Sai, I will always prepare in advance. How? After, when I drive there, right, I yeah. stay in the car first and yeah. I put my forehead at the aircon. Yeah, that be, will be too cold. Too cold is fine. Well, not too cold, you can go in. No, I've been turned away because it's too cold as well. I think in general, people just don't like you. <laughs> 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 yes. So Kyrie, um, he did not mention that the temperature checks are already, you know, eliminated. He said that it is in the process, so it will oh, be brought okay, forward okay. to the National Security Council for approval and revision. I'm gonna miss it though. I think. Yeah. Because it's a checks. lot. Yeah. Some machines are quite fun to listen to because they've got a very thick 
Chinese accent. They were imported from China, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you go there like, calm, closer, calm, closer, normal temperature. Yeah, no master detector. <laughs> that one sounded Japanese, lah. <laughs> but I think they want to get rid of it because it's you know causing lines outside shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jammed up there. Yeah. So I think what they're gonna do mm-hmm. is upgrade to RFID because we all know how efficient <laughs> that one is. <laughs> oh man. Fly FM. <sighs> so we're talking about football updates. Oh, you hear the excitement in Wayne's voice? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get down to it. I, I go toilet first. Kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you sit here. I don't know how to press the button. Okay. So over the weekend, uh, Manchester United they beat uh, West Ham 1-0. It was oh. uh, nail biting finish because they only scored the goal yeah. at the 93rd minute. Wow. <laughs> it's supposed Isn't to finish it playing. Like yeah. Extra time. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to finish playing after 90. They continue playing and then somehow 93rd minute they scored. One goal, so they're very happy. Shocker of the weekend, though. Uh-huh. I expected, and a lot of people expected, Manchester City, who are the runaway champions right now, to smash Southampton. Right. Nope. They drew. Oh. One one. In fact, Southampton scored first, and everything. Oh, there's going to be a major upset here. Ah, la, la. but no. The you know City came back with one goal, and so uh, they ended in a draw. Liverpool smashed uh, Crystal Palace three one. Oh really? Yep. Uh, I I I support that because as a Brighton Hove Albion, uh, you know, supporter, uh-huh. our rivals are Crystal Palace. So yeah, right. Liverpool smashed them. That's good. Okay, I like that because our boss is in a good mood today. That means. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's also a big Liverpool supporter. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chelsea uh, beat Tottenham two zero. That was a very exciting London derby. Uh-huh. And Brighton and Hove. Guess what? Guess what we did? Did we win? Did we lose? Did we draw? Draw. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we are the draw specialist, man. Twelve draws already. Twelve. I was about to say ten weeks no, in a row now. No, no, we are number one in draws. <laughs> uh, we drew against Leicester, which was a bit disappointing because I think we controlled the match anyway. Mm-hmm. To all the Brighton and Hove Albion supporters here in Malaysia, yeah, your president, uh, me, uh, <laughs> has a new chance. Are we okay. ready? Yes. No, yes. Come on, let's go. 23, 24. Brighton and Hove Albion. We can be champion. But it's so pain to draw again. We need to whack the next one. Then we whack everyone. Da, 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 da. Fly. So the COVID-19 vaccination program for kids is set to roll out February 3rd. Yay! Although I hope the frontliners are still adults. <laughs> you know, let's, let's not take this by kids for kids thing too seriously. Eh? Yeah, I'm quite sure it'll all be uh, adults. Lah, because the COVID-19 vaccination program is set for kids aged 5 to 12 years mm-hmm. old. Um, as I said, set to roll out February 3rd. And it's available with bookings for appointments starting on the 31st of January. Okay. Yeah. So according to the health ministry, The children aged 5 to 12, as I mentioned, will be giving pediatric doses of the Pfizer vaccine, which has been approved by the National Pharmaceutical Regulatory Agency. It is the only approved vaccine for this age group so far that is, you know, proven safe and effective. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you said the uh, pediatric doses. So this yes. is a different vaccine, is it, or what? No, it's the same vaccine, but the difference between vaccines for adults uh. and children is that the kids will be given one third of the strength of ah, the adult I see, version. I see, okay. Yeah, it's intended to be like a two-shot regimen taken three weeks apart. But the ministry expects about seventy percent of the children in the age group to receive at least one dose within the first two months nice. of implementation. So by like what February, March, April, mm. we should have seventy percent 
of kids vaccinated. And KJA also urged employers to give non-recorded leave to parents who need to take their kids for these vaccination appointments. <laughs> I'm good. sorry. Why? No, no, this is a, no, this is very good. But I can immediately see uh, all yeah. the Malaysians taking advantage of this. <laughs> like, like those with a lot of kids, they'll be renting them out oh, yeah. to couples with no kids. <laughs> Right, where the 10 to 12 year old kids will be the most expensive Why? because they are easier to handle. <laughs> so 5 to 7 is cheaper because you have to put your own Bundle. bill in. Bundle. <laughs> no, but can you imagine the sight of a guy with 10 children uh-huh. lurking in a corner somewhere? <laughs> Just going like, psst. So you can get some non-recorded leave. Oh man, this is going to be so weird. I think we need to speak to an actual kid about this who, you know, will be taking the vaccination program. I can guess who already. Fly FM. So kids in Malaysia are set to receive their vaccines on the 3rd of February. We're going to speak to our favourite student about this, Ladu. Hello. Hi, Ladu. So you're 10 years old, right, Ladu? Yes, 10 years old. Are you ready to get your vaccine? No, I don't want to get the vaccine. So painful, you know. I they know. all tell us, hey, like just ants bite, like ants bite, but they never specify which ant. Huh. What if the ant is the rambutan tree killer kerengu ant? Huh. Huh? Then it bite me so painful I need to take MC for 100 years. Huh? I miss all the school and then I also you know, scared all the side effects because I went to my auntie, she took the vaccine. Huh? Mm-hmm. Then she pregnant. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get pregnant. Like, I don't have the budget wall. Getting pregnant is not a side effect. Like. Is your auntie married? Yeah, you married uh, six months. Ah, yeah, la. So that's another reason why she got pregnant. La. What is the reason? Ja- oh. <laughs> Tell me the reason, Onitaka. What is the reason? Well, I don't... Because I, you, I read all the Masale book, right? They say uh, one big bird will bring the new baby, you know. Oh. How auntie can get pregnant because of one big bird? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, okay, but getting vaccinated, right, will mean you can go to school safely, meet all your friends. You like that, right? Oh, yeah, I really like that. And that means I can go and see Teacher Audrey. Oh, you got a crush on Teacher Audrey, is it? Thanks. Teacher Audrey is the one in low with me, you know. Oh. Because she say every time she teach me her heart stop. Uh-huh. That is a symptom of low because when my mother watched the Sharukan film, she also say, oh, her heart stopping, her heart stopping. Hey, okay, la, I better go take the vaccine. Where is it? I come there now. Okay, so we have a doctor outside ready with the vaccine. Oh, so fast. Okay, Teacher Audrey, here I come. Fly FM. This is The Amazing Race. Chinese Zodiac Edition. So Chinese New Year is seven days away. Dong Dong Chang. We always celebrate the year of the animal, right? Like this year, it's the year of the tiger. Yep. This is a story, right? There was a race organized by the Jade Emperor many, many years ago um, who invited 12 animals to take part in this race. Now, we heard there are a few upsets in this race because the rat won. Yeah. He, he apparently won by cheating, <laughs> la, right? So we're talking to all the animals to settle the score between them. We tried to get a hold of the ox who came in second, but we haven't seen him since Hari Raya. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're speaking to the dragon who came in fifth place. Uh, oh, hello, Nihao. Hi, dragon. Where have you been? 
Oh, uh, Dragon, uh, take a sabbatical after race, you know. See, wh- what are you doing during the sabbatical? Oh, just make some small appearance in a movie. Uh, oh. I appear in a Shang-Chi. Oh, wow. Yes, uh, also uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, I see. Yeah, also I do a bit in The Hobbit and also The Raya, The Last Dragon. That one is a bit confusing. Yeah? Wow. I thought it's about Ideal Fee Tree. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's uh, Raya, Raya is the name of the dragon. Right, um, so let's talk about the race a little bit, right? You know, a lot of animals are now upset. Why did you come in fifth place even though you're a dragon and you can fly? Uh, see, many people think that fly is the fastest. Yeah, fly is quite fast, but you also have fly before, have many delay, check-in delay, uh. luggage, and the security, they go through your luggage, and you have to look for the gate, and sometimes the gate is so far away, and then you get stopped by the immigration, many delay. But anyway, mm. what happened in this race many years ago is I was flying, and I am first place, mm. but suddenly I see have a village is on fire uh-huh. now I know what people think I fire means dragon must make the fire no I didn't cause I am not a fire dragon uh-huh. I am Chinese water dragon that means I make it rain oh, I see so after I saved the village by the time I rejoined the race the rat already win the race oh are you still upset that the rat won the race Ah, no, no, no. No one have to be upset about so many things in life, you know. You don't have to win everything, you understand? As long as sometimes, you know, you help some people along the way, that is good enough, you know. Because in their hearts, in the hearts of the people that you help, you already win. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you, Mr. Dragon. I hope you have a good Chinese New Year this year. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. This is The Amazing Race. Chinese Zodiac Edition Fly FM It is 7 days till Chinese New Year <laughs> Is that supposed to be fireworks? Yeah, yeah. Oh man <laughs> Noisiest mouth in the world like you Douglas <laughs> So we're going through all the Chinese New Year facts And something we like to call What the facts? What, 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 what the facts? <laughs> Today we're talking about the Gongsi Fa Chai song, right? Yes. So you know that is the most popular Chinese New Year song, right? Yes, this is it. Well, get ready to get your mind blown. Uh-huh. The song is actually not about Chinese New Year. <laughs> what? No yeah, way. It, doesn't, it doesn't say anything about Chinese New Year at all. Then what does Gongsi mean? Gongsi means congratulations. Oh. Now, so the composer, uh, Chen Ge Xin, mm-hmm. I hope I didn't murder his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wrote it to celebrate China's victory and liberation following mm-hmm. Japan's defeat at the end of the Second Sino Japanese War in 1945. Oh. This is so far away from Chinese New Year <laughs> right because he himself the composer he was jailed three months by the Imperial Japanese Army for writing patriotic songs no way can you imagine how crazy that is writing patriotic songs and he got jailed you know lucky we live in Malaysia where you can yeah. do all these things and not get jailed <laughs> aside from congratulations which is the song's Mandarin title uh, yeah. uh, the lyrics yeah. uh, also celebrate the arrival of spring now springtime mm. is often used as a symbol of the arrival of the Chinese New Year uh-huh. Hence, uh, it became associated with Chinese New Year celebrations law and I has see. remained a part of the festive season's musical canon since the 1950s. Now, mm. here's some interesting facts. Okay. The iconic line, Kong Si Kong Si Kong Si Ni, yeah. uh, that's supposed to imitate the B 
beat of the Chinese drum, <laughs> giving an air of excitement to those who see it. What? Okay, I don't want to sound culturally disrespectful or insensitive here, but I've never heard a Chinese drum go gongsi gongsi. <laughs> That's quite true. <laughs> I've never heard any drum go gongsi gongsi. Can you imagine if they use it for comedy shows? You know, like in some comedy shows, yeah. when they give the punchline uh-huh. and then there's a drum like yeah. They should just use the Chinese drum uh-huh. Like, you know, hey man, why did the chicken cross the road To get to the other side <laughs> This doesn't work at all, man Fly FM So an elderly Japanese couple Broke into their school To get contraband that was seized From 40 years ago <laughs> This Japanese all dedicated uh. But if it's Japanese thieves right Then they make a movie It won't be yeah. money heist It'll be money heist <laughs> <laughs> So like I said right This couple waited 40 years Before breaking into Their former junior high school In Mikasa Hokkaido To retrieve a contraband That belonged to one of them Oh so this is like the Spot check on uh, like yes. they brought something they weren't supposed to bring, and then Kenerampa so naughty uh, they were as kids. Yeah, not just as kids, they're naughty now. So the man is like sixty three <laughs> years old, the woman is fifty eight years old. They were nicely uh, like on happy juice, right? Uh, mm-hmm. They broke into their old school last week when the school was closed for winter break. Um, the duo managed to get into the school staff room, but then an employee who was there on school grounds heard them talking loudly, <laughs> and so they called the police to report. Them. Wow, after 40 years, you cannot let go. Uh. Yeah, I think it's really cute though. I mean, imagine them like trying to reignite their love, maybe, <laughs> you know, talking about old stories of them when they were kids. Yeah, yeah. went to school. Yeah. And then you brought something and then you couldn't ramp us, you know, by the teacher. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be great. <laughs> if we broke into school and got it back. <laughs> now, I've heard of the Japanese being really organized, but yeah. I doubt a school will keep rampast items for 40 years nicely in folders and catalog la, right it's highly <laughs> unlikely but can you imagine this couple yeah. going into the school everything ignoring all the more recent rampa stuff you know <laughs> but all the more valuable contraband like the PS5 <laughs> right like and, a Nintendo yeah, thing yeah, yeah, the tablets the <laughs> handphones smart all throwing all aside finally get to the box labeled 1980 or whatever <laughs> open up and you're like ah, I have recovered my Ultraman eraser <laughs> Fly FM so this elderly couple in Japan, right? 63-year-old man, 58-year-old woman, they broke into their school to retrieve contraband that was rampas from them, confiscated from them 40 years ago. So we're wondering, have you ever got anything confiscated from you at school before? Amelia? Hi, Douglas. Hi, Juanita. Hi. Hi. Good morning. What's your story? So this happened way back when I was in primary school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> primary school? Primary school, yeah. the nakanaka, you know? What happened? Yeah. So, uh, some girls in my class, mm-hmm. they had this thing where they had a notebook and they wrote out all the names of the boys in our class. Uh-huh. For what? Yeah, and, and they would rank who was the cutest one. Wow! Primary school. Hey, girls, y'all are so advanced on a primary school. <laughs> you are primary school, stu- girls, like how old though? Like, seven four, seven five, like that. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's quite young last that's year. That's quite young, right? But, and, you, and you would just, you would rank all the, all the guys, all the male students on a yeah. list. So then one of the boys 
ratted out the girls and told one of the teachers, like I think it was a discipline teacher, and then all the girls got called into the discipline room and were like scolded by the teachers and like, oh no, you should focus on your studies, you shouldn't focus on boys, blah blah blah, and then like the notebook got confiscated. Oh <laughs> man, you know what? This 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 boy was he on the on the list as well? Yeah, I think he was. Maybe he was mad because he wasn't like one of the top ones. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm guessing. He was probably like negative something. <laughs> no, he went to that teacher. They give, they put my name is last. You know, my mother said I'm very cute. Why they say I'm last? <laughs> I complain against Salty them. Salty guy. Was there like drama in class when like you know when this was found out? Was there a lot of drama in class? Yeah, there was a lot of drama among the girls and stuff like that. And uh, actually, I was part of this group of girls. So I was involved. In <laughs> <laughs> This is this is turning out to be confession already, you know. It's okay. Uh, don't do this again, ah, uh, child. I'm, I'm I'm older and wiser now, so you can rank better. <laughs> Fly FM. So this elderly couple in Hokkaido, Japan, one 63-year-old man, 58-year-old woman, broke into their school to receive contraband that was confiscated from them from 40 years ago. So we're wondering, have you ever gotten stuff confiscated from you at school? Ethan, good morning. Hi. Good morning, Yonita. Hi, man. So you got a story first about something that was confiscated from you in school? Yeah, back in my school, it was phones. Oh, oh phones. Right, right, right. So in our school, phones were not allowed, but people bring them anyway. Okay. To text message their girlfriend or whatever like that. <laughs> yeah. The power of love. <laughs> so you brought your phone or what happened? I didn't bring my phone, but my my friends did. Yeah. And uh, they would find clever places to hide it like, when the spot check comes. Oh, what was some of the? In, uh, was it like uh, in the underwear and then like in the <laughs> toilet? Like because when uh, we used to have some people that would hide like stuff in yeah. the necktie. Necktie yeah, Because a necktie There's a, there's a lobang on what At oh. the bottom there They will shove the, the pen Or whatever it is Inside there Wow <laughs> Yeah They will put it in the toilet yes, And also in the ceiling Oh ceiling Yeah The school ceiling Will have a hole And they just put their phones in there But uh, my friends Had a way better system for this Oh What they do is Before uh, the spot check one of our friends who is a pengawal will tell us and then uh, we give our to him. Oh, your inside information. Uh. Yeah. Oh man, you would use authority to help <laughs> you get away with stuff. <laughs> Did it so work? Smart. Did it work all the time, Ethan? It worked. Uh, yeah, it worked all the time. Lah, except uh, one time the, the pengawal found the phone and then saw the text message uh, his girlfriend was cheating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So a 53-year-old Malaysian has donated blood 166 times since 1997, but he aims to reach 200. I, I have donated blood like what 600 times at what? least but mostly to mosquitoes and leeches <laughs> but the real leeches lah, not the group for nothing friends start a leech <laughs> <laughs> right here's the story okay um, his name is Ibrahim Mattaib he's different than other people because he has been donating blood two times a month consistently wow. since 1997 which means as of today the 53 year old man has been donating blood 166 times that's, that's really impressive but yeah. he must be really sick and tired of crackers and uh, a chocolate drink <laughs> because that's what they give you after you donate blood <laughs> yeah. well most of the time like, I remember like I was donating blood and yeah. when I finished they will give me uh, some crackers and yeah, a chocolate drink. A drink one time I didn't get it I got a bit upset like give me back my blood <laughs> <laughs> no lah <laughs> <laughs> so
So Ibrahim Hatayeb, he actually decided to donate blood the first time after saving his friend's life. But since then, he says his desire to donate blood grew even stronger. Wow. And if he doesn't do so, he feels uncomfortable as if he owes the people in need blood to survive. So he's wow. really doing this out of kindness of his heart. You know, he feels responsible to help people. And he feels guilty if he doesn't yeah. do good, you know. Yeah. How special is he? Very I mean, sweet. no, because... You know lah, we cover news yeah. And most of the time it's about selfish people <laughs> Greedy people, idiotic people Once uh, in a while you come up with news like this uh, yeah. It's very heartwarming uh. Hey sir, yeah. I hope you uh, know That we all appreciate what you do mm-hmm. uh, You definitely are special, you're one of a kind I guess it's uh, in your blood <laughs> And I wish you all the best I hope you do reach 200 times as yes. you want to And I hope that vampires <laughs> What? <laughs> like vampires read your story And bertaubat huh? Your <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.